Well, our moms think we're funny. All right, we are recording on the right mic this time. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just thinking about what what that would be like. Like like if Rogue One was written and directed by Neil Breen. That would, yeah, I'd, I'd watch it. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch it. I'd, it would be garbage, but it'd be it'd be absolute fun garbage, man. Yeah, yeah. The special yeah. effects would be shit. Entertaining garbage, yeah. Um, but yeah, so hey everyone, I'm a Kobe. Han Solo, directed by Neil Breen. <laughs> There's only one of me, just one. I'm alone. I am solo. Uh, how's that different from the actual movie? <laughs> well, then I will name you Han. <laughs> <laughs> if there's only one of you, then your name must be Hans, because you're solo. <laughs> I'm so low. <laughs> oh, you know what would be great it would be Tommy Wiseau as K2SO. <laughs> you're being rescued. Don't resist. <laughs> like, why you give her gun? You not give me gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be down with that. I would be down with that. <laughs> Oh, hey, everybody. My name is Turk182. Oh, I can, I can do that better. Hey, yeah, actually, I probably can. No. Hey, everybody. I'm Turk182. Hey. So, uh, j- just for context, it's 2 o'clock. We're very tired. Yeah. It's yeah. Been, been a, an interesting evening. Yeah. Uh, trying to get our new podcast uh, room set up. And um, it's, uh, it's still got some work to do, but so far, it's. Um, it's it's decent. It's yeah. decent. So I'm uh I'm, I'm digging it. Uh, I think it's a it's it's a it's a really good start. Yeah, yeah. I see some very good potential here. Plus, we got these cool lazy boys that we can sit in and rock back and forth and make them squeak against each other. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, it's it's, it's just squishing. Hold on, I'm gonna close here. There we go. There we go. Yeah. There's that good stuff. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Only one of us can rock and rip. Yeah. That's the good stuff. Okay. <laughs> okay. We, we do a bit of trolling here. Uh, you know what? We probably need to get some of that that that, uh, that leather protector or whatever. Lube? Like, no, it's like... <laughs> Like some uh, some like anti squeeze. Or put some talcum powder on them, like you do when you're oh, wearing like yeah. leather or latex pants. I, I think it'd be a lot funnier to just like slather some Astro Glide in there. That way, <laughs> the chairs could rub against each other without making a bunch of noise. <laughs> and then I might be tempted to come in here like one night, like just fuck away his chair. And, like, <laughs> I mean, that's that's what ottomans are for, though. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. I need a good leather ottoman. Ah, <laughs> oh, those poor guys. Oh man! I mean, I'd like to feel sorry for them, yeah, and be like, "Well, you know, they they didn't really know what they were doing." But at the same time, like they did, yeah, they did. Yeah. Nobody gets that good at fucking furniture unless they have a lot of practice. Yeah, you have to have a lot of practice fucking furniture. <laughs> you, you know what? I, those those weren't Ottoman versions, okay? <laughs> oh, I tell you what, I lost my virginity to a footstool that looked just like that one. <laughs> Uh, oh man! I was gonna say, you know what happened? Probably happened was uh, one of the guys went on a date with a girl, and she was teasing him, and he thought he was gonna get some. And she's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! If you think you're gonna get with me, 
first you got to show me, you know, that you're worth it. You can't go around wasting my time. Well, what do you want me to do? It's like, uh, show me what you can do on that, on that oddment over there. <laughs> He's like, all right. And then she's sitting there laughing, probably recording it. And then, you know, I was like, hey, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. You go home, you practice on your ottoman at home. And, <laughs> and then you come back. And he went home. It's like, he's like, Mom. It's like, why don't we have an ottoman? It's like, what? Is it? I need an ottoman. I need an ottoman, Mom. How am I going to be a man if I don't have an ottoman? <laughs> so this chick was basically, show me what you got. <laughs> So usually we're way better at segues than this, but we should we should do our topic. Um, well, I think we could be better at segues if um, one if you tried, and two <laughs> if, if we weren't so damn tired. I, no, I think we make some great segues. It's just that I always derail it by going, "Well, that was a good segue." So I don't think I don't think it's a bad thing to call it out. You're like, <laughs> we just call the fact that we did a segue. It's not a big deal. It's like it's like when you do like a really cool trick on a bicycle, yeah. right? And and you you have to be like, hey, did you see that really cool trick I just did? Because you know they saw it. Everybody was there. Everybody saw it. But you still have to draw attention and be like, dude, you see that really cool trick I just did? Like, don't try to pretend like you weren't watching. <laughs> God, you know, that kids do that shit all the time. It drives me crazy. Where they're like, watch, watch what I can do. You got to watch what I can do. You, are you look? You're not watching. You're not watching. And you finally turn and they just like jump and spin. It's like, Shit, wasting my time. Like that did it better earlier. <laughs> I know you didn't. <laughs> Don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. Just, just, just be honest. Did, did you do it better earlier? I did. No, you didn't. Don't lie to me. <laughs> you suck, kid. You suck. Now I, I can deal with that because it's over within a couple of seconds. What kills me with kids is when they're trying to tell you a story and they just can't string the words together. It's actual hell on earth. And then, and then, and then, and then, like, um, and, um, we went to the, 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 the store. Oh, God, kill me. <laughs> but I never taught you to lie. That's why you're so bad at it. <laughs> so, all, all that to say... Oh, yeah, yeah. We actually have a topic, aren't don't we? Yeah, we're, yeah. We're actually doing something this time. Oh, uh, are we? <laughs> we? It's not too late. We can just we can just bullshit it in the way we usually do. Um, nice nurse's uniform. These are OR scrubs. Oh, are they? <laughs> <laughs> That's not my joke. I still have to rush more. <laughs> That's clever. <laughs> That's very clever. The, the funniest part about that is when Bill Murray's like drinking a drink and he says that he starts to... <laughs> Oh man! So uh, yeah, so we've we've been talking about uh, villains. We've been we've been on a movie kick lately. Yeah, uh, talk, talking a lot of movies because we both we both really dig it. Yeah, I do. I do love me some movies. Yeah, you're uh, you're definitely way more of a movie guy than I am, but I do I do love me some movies. So so you you know what's what's really weird? Um, and it's like I. I, I never thought that I would have done something like this because it doesn't really make sense. And it's like, 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 are you, are you aware of what you just did? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm aware. No. 
But, um, like, um, my girlfriend is not a movie person. Huh. She's not a movie person, which is just like, like, how does a movie guy, like, date a non, a person that does not really care for movies? Like, that doesn't really, like, you realize that being like a, a movie person when you're like, yeah, I'm going to go see like, you know, the latest like Zack Snyder six hour opus. And she's like, where were you for six hours? And like, yeah, I was watching a movie. Like, Why would you want to watch a movie for six hours? Movies <laughs> aren't six hours. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you so sometimes that happens, you know, if you're, you're a movie guy, you're not with a movie person. Uh, is that my laptop? Hmm? I'm, I'm hearing a noise. Is that my laptop? <laughs> uh, no, that would be the the, uh, uh, the heat. Uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll try not to call that much attention to it then. But yeah, you know, like. And so in this episode of a Call Me Bitch to the 20th Century, I'm just a simple caveman. I found some ice and was thawed out by your scientists. <laughs> and uh, I mastered my samurai skills. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was a delay. No, we're, well, we're well, very tired. Well, I, was, I, was going, I was going with the Saturday Night Live on Frozen Caveman Lawyer, and then you, you started throwing Ghost Warrior on Ghost me. Samurai, yeah. Ghost Samurai, yeah. <laughs> God, that was horrible. It was a great one. That was one of the best Let's Watches. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, so you're, you're a movie guy, you're not with a movie person. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I consider myself a reasonably intelligent person, and most of the people I've dated have been fucking idiots, so, you know, it happens. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, just sometimes you have to, like, just take a step down from, like, where you are. But, like, <laughs> I mean, you know how, like, in, in like, all the old, uh, was it the, uh, I always get my Roman and Greek gods mixed up, but the Greek gods are like, Zeus would always come down and be like, hey, I'm just gonna change my shape and go fuck that chick over there, and uh, go change my shape and go fuck that chick over there. And, hey, hey uh, we, we've all been there. <laughs> I mean, she's no god, you know, but, you know, you know I, just before we get on the topic, I just gotta say, that is such a big... A big, big, big fuck you <laughs> is to be like he's cheating on his wife. Zeus is cheating on his wife, and he's like, you know what? I would rather turn into a goat and fuck another goat than to fuck you. I mean, really, the biggest messed up story from Zeus specifically was him turning into the the duck or the swan or whatever to to fuck some chick. Dude, that is so wrong, man. Yeah. That is so wrong. And just think about poor Hercules. Like, he's just walking around and, like, he can't even go hunting without thinking, wait, is that, is that be my stepbrother? Like, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, Paul? <laughs> Paul, I haven't seen you since Thanksgiving, bro. <laughs> like, he's, he's going to hunt him down. Like, the, the, he's, like, wrestling a deer in the, in the woods. He's like, but Hercules, my stepbrother. <laughs> <laughs> I always love our first podcast of a recording session because it's nothing but callbacks. <laughs> it's great. But uh, but speaking of great segues, um, <laughs> you know, like, with Zeus being such an absolute dickbag, it kind of, like, it kind of makes you sympathize with Hades and sort of understand where he's coming from. 
Uh, or the fact that he doesn't like Zeus, and he wants to like take over. And yeah, all that stuff. yeah. And, like you know, all all he wants is a little law and order, and just to kind of be able to rule over his realm without people turning into ducks and fucking each other. Yeah. So yeah, it's like you, know, you kind of can sympathize with that villain. So is it is it still considered bestiality when you become the animal that you fuck? I, uh, I'm not going to answer that, but <laughs> I'm going to say that I've known D&D players who would play as druids and wild shape into animals to have sex with the animals. It's like, boy, that, uh, that flares up some really troublesome questions in my mind. <laughs> well, you know, that I think that one of the biggest questions I have about bestiality, since we're on the subject... We have to be on the subject. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, which is like, how do you spell beast? Um, B-E-A-S-T. Okay. How do you spell bestiality? B-E-S-T. Why do you drop the A? Because bestiality is the best. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Incest more like wincest, am I right? Well, yeah, when you put the W in front of it, then, <laughs> then you can get away with it. But I was doing it right. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, yeah, we wanted to talk about movies that uh, sort of make you wind up rooting for the villain. And we don't necessarily mean something like Suicide Squad or Natural Born Killers, where the whole point is that the protagonist of the film is a villain. But rather stuff where it's like... Like we've talked about with Star Wars and the Empire. Right. It's like, oh yeah, actually the the Empire is way less destructive than the Rebels. Oh yeah, we, so we did a whole podcast on that, mm-hmm. in which I got like, as I was talking, because I, I was tired and, you know, I was just kind of just going off with things that, you know, <clears throat> I did like say, like, some of the wrong names for things, you know, like, most Isley versus most Espa and all that kind of stuff and blah, 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 and, and all that. But, I mean, still, the whole point of it is, like, the Empire is much better at running the galaxy than, you know, than the, uh, uh, <clears throat> way the Rebels are. And when the Rebels, you know, are in control, then shit just goes wrong. Yeah. Because there are always people that they're, they're so busy fighting back against, like, the man, the, you know, the uh, <laughs> authority that when they do have the the chance to run stuff, they're like, "Oh, I don't know what to do." These <laughs> yep. guys use it's it's like uh, it's like uh, <clears throat> James Hound and Bob. It's like, well, what do, what do we do with these two planets? I don't know. The fat one's watching the little one, but like, it, like no, <laughs> no, step in there, do something, man. <clears throat> so yeah, like so, uh, I kind of like I don't know how this even popped into my head. And then I mentioned it to some people where I was, uh, I actually mentioned to the, uh, my, uh, it's not mine, I'm just a part of it, but the uh, Power Rangers uh, RPG group that I'm with. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, we'll be posting those uh, episodes soon. Uh, but, um, but anyway, I was like, I, so we were somehow talking about um, Starship Troopers. And I was like, you know, that's one of the, Starship Troopers is one of the few movies out there, at least at the time that I can really think of, where the whole time you want them to win. Like, you want them to beat the bugs, and then, but when you stop and think about it, you realize, wait a minute, they're the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Like, Earth are the bad guys. They they went to this strange planet, 
that you know, and they're like, oh, we're gonna set up like a little a little colony here, you know, uh, these missionaries. That's what they were, they're missionaries. Right, we're gonna set up right. a little base here, and uh, we're gonna start doing whatever it is we do because you know, um, Earth. I, I, you, can't, you, can't, you can't do like a, like a like America version of Earth. Earth, you know, it's just a, it just is apostrophe R T H. And and then the bugs were like, no 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 no. See, we're we're not having that. Um, this is our planet. You just don't come here and start preaching out about you know uh, about the uh, your Lord and Savior that walks on two legs or two arms. Though we have an Earth Lord and Savior. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and slither he amongst you. Yeah, and, uh, so so then the, the the bugs fought back, and then you know, and then they're like, uh, they're they're just mindless, you know, stupid birds, and I mean bugs, and we should be able to do whatever we want because you know Earth, and and of course you get caught up in the hype of it, and then you realize, wait a minute, like we're the bad guys here, like we are the bad guys, like we went to their planet, and just started like fucking shit up, and then yeah. and then and then we expect them to just be okay with that. And then in the end, what happens is like, oh, we got their brain bug. Yay. Now we're going to stop them. And now we can do more of whatever we want. And it's like, that's not fair. That's not yeah, right. Yeah. So I was wondering, like, what other movies are there out there like that where we're rooting for the bad guy the whole time? Yeah. Um, and and it's not because the bad guys are lesser two evils or not, like you said, like a Suicide Squad thing where it's like, you know, these are bad guys, but they're being forced to do something like good or whatever, like where like. We realize that these people are the bad guys. Maybe we don't realize it right away, but we realize these people are the bad guys. We mm-hmm. still want them to succeed. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know the 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 point is that you're not necessarily supposed to be cheering for the bad guy. You just kind of wind up doing it, right? That kind of thing. You're like, wow, okay, that's uh, not what I set out to do. But <laughs> um, but even even still, like even watching Starship Troopers, maybe this just makes me like like some kind of like bug racist or something. But hmm. even watching Starship Troopers. And knowing that the, that Earth is bad guys, I still can't root for the bugs. I cannot <laughs> root for them. Like, yeah, no. no, I mean, I, I think it makes sense. It, it kind of fits in because Starship Troopers is kind of like portrayed as like a uh, propaganda film. Oh yeah, it's definitely so, a Nazi propaganda film. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> which is a great segue into my topic. You know, I, I think a great example of this would be Schindler's List. You know. Okay. Yeah. I can yeah. See that. Yeah. You know. I mean. We, we've got all these preconceptions about Nazis, and, you know, that, that film really challenges you to be like, well, wait a minute. Maybe they make some valid points. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was... Uh, I, I, I can only go so far. <laughs> I was just listening to you get quieter and quieter. I was, like, I was like, is there such thing as a yes, maybe? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's not, he's not responding to this at all. No. <laughs> No, because what you would do is you would like continue to like to up the ante, and then you would get like right to the precipice, and then I would say something horrible, and then you'd back off. And be like, dude, I can't believe you said that. I'd be like, what? I can't believe you wouldn't play Nazi Chicken with me. No, I would not. <laughs> um, no, um, really though, slasher films I think are like the 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 genesis of this kind of thing. It's like. They're never portrayed as the protagonist, you know. It's like it's not presented with with Jason or Leatherface as being the protagonist of the film. I mean, now with like the remakes and stuff, like Texas Chainsaw 3D and all that stuff, yeah. But um, but like initially, they they were the villains. Yeah, 
but you wound up rooting for them because the protagonists were all a bunch of insufferable cocks. Yeah, that's the thing that even when in those where we have so let's take um <clears throat> one of my favorite Nightmare on Street movies, which is Nightmare on Street three, right? To me, your 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 best ones are one and three. Mm-hmm. I got I got no use for any of the others. I still need to watch Wes Craven's A New Nightmare again because I'm yeah, expecting I, need to watch that one. I remember expecting something different than what I got, and and that's not necessarily fair because I shouldn't have antis- I shouldn't have expected something different. Um, I should have just expected or just went into the movie just being like, no one that's not your typical Freddy movie. I knew that already. Um, and so I should just, you know, just went in and be like, okay, show me, you know, show me what you got kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, but three, there's no bad person in three. There's nobody in three is amongst the, the, the kids in the institution that you, that you don't like. They are all pretty likable. Uh, the nerd kind of annoys me. Oh, the wizard master? I'm a wizard! Uh, yeah, you you would think, me being a big D&D guy, that I'd be all about that, but it was like, fuck that guy. I'm the wizard master. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't, I don't hate him, but, uh, but, nah, I mean, he's, he's probably my least favorite character. Um, the yeah. The, there, there, that was the punk chick who uh, fought Freddy with the switchblade, yeah? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she was the one that when you were playing D&D, um, he was, he was like, you, so you managed to successfully make it out, but now your, ho- your horse is stuck in the mud. What do you do? And she's like, I'm going to go to bed, and I'm going to buy a new horse in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like her. <sighs> yeah, she was cool. Uh, Jennifer Rubin, I think is her name. Hmm. She was in uh, the movie Bad Dreams. Which most when it came out, people were kind of comparing it. It's like a Nightmare Street ripoff, but it's not. It's actually bad dreams because the girl had bad dreams because she was a survivor of a uh, cult huh. that uh, tried to. They, they, I think they set the house they were living in on fire, and she survived, but she had like these burns, and then the guy came after her. And it was he like the cult leader survived something like that. But anyway, she was also in um, Dan O'Bannon's Screamers. Which is not a great movie. I think it's more because it has such a low budget. But I do enjoy Screamers quite a bit. So if you get a chance to watch Screamers, written by Dan O'Bannon, uh, written, I think it's written and directed by Dan O'Bannon, uh, might just be written by him because I know he directed, written, wrote, directed uh, Return of the Living Dead, but I don't think he really directed anything else. But you know, Screamers is the first one. I think it's, I think it's worth watching. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's. It's the the low budget that really kills it. Uh, <clears throat> so as well, I'm kind of flipping through um, the stuff to TV here. Come across um, I see Final Destination, and I'm not gonna say that the Final Destination is one of those movies, but I will say that um, I'm kind of rooting for Death. Like like I want to see what he's gonna do. I don't necessarily want him to win, but I do kind of <laughs> want to see what he's gonna do. Yeah. Um, but you know. <clears throat> I had to take somebody, uh, I was driving them to, uh, they had uh, go to this, uh, to work, and they asked me if I could give them a ride. So I was like, yeah, sure, I can give them a ride. So I'm driving them to work, and as, uh, yeah, I, I'm sure I think it was if I was driving, yeah. And we were passing by the airport, and there was one of the planes that was, like, taking off from the airport. And as we saw the, the plane taking off from the airport, I just looked and I said, there they go. And here we stay. 
<laughs> whenever I see a plane take off, I always say that. And that's like, that's got to be one of the most like wrong, evil things to, to say is, is that. I mean, like, but I always say that. It's, it's horrible. Whenever to be on a plane, someone's going to say that. And I'm like, don't you say that. Don't you. Boom. So, but uh, I'm trying to think what, what other, because it's really kind of hard to think of like a movie where it's like, okay, the bad guys are the people they're rooting for, like, and not because, not because we just want to watch a bunch of, like, good people get killed, like, like yeah, no, yeah. I'm watching Jaws, and I'm rooting for the shark, but like, no, 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 no. Um, um, uh, well, a lot of people were, uh, online were, of course, talking about Killmonger. Uh, yeah, but I never want Killmonger to win. Like, he is straight up, he, he's, I'm going to call him evil because he does some pretty evil things, not because he's necessarily wrong in his beliefs or his convictions. I, I would say there's a better way of going about what he wants to achieve. Mm-hmm. And that's to me what makes him evil is that he's not willing to find a, a way of doing it that doesn't require so much sacrifice and so much blood. Yeah. Um, I just think it's interesting that like they knew that he made some really powerful points and that's kind of why they just brought in that scene where he randomly kills his girlfriend. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like, you don't know how long they've been together. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. It's like, she was just a means to an end. It's like, oh, shit, we got to remind people he's the bad guy. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it, it's becoming more and more of a thing with, like, superhero films that they, they do, like, try to make it to where the villain's not just evil. Hey, auntie. Unless, unless it's the Joker, people are still fine with, like, the Joker just being evil, or at least they're okay with that with, uh, with our boy, Jared Leto. Yeah. Every, every other Joker has to be some sympathetic figure. It's like, oh yeah, you gotta, I don't know, like, Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix gotta have a reason for it. Well, Heath Ledger doesn't have a reason. Nah, he's, he's a pretty decent embodiment of it, but he's, he's so preachy with it. (laughs) What I love about his is the fact that, you know, he he tells you this thing to try to make you feel sorry for him, but not really. Mm-hmm. Like, the story is really kind of pointless. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's more just to kind of, like, distract you. Yep. You know how I got these scars. And, uh, and I love when he does, the, of course, my favorite, my favorite thing, the disappearing pencil trick. Oh, yeah. A magic trick. <laughs> And and he, he just he slams he's like ta da and then <laughs> but but there's there's no like he does that but he doesn't he, he takes no like there's no pleasure like like ooh aren't you guys like surprised you thought you were just something different or like and it's like ooh now you know I'm kind of just like he just does it and then he's just like okay let's move on like yeah. every, every time he does it when he like blows the gap in the thing is like all I want is. My phone call. Like, that, that's yeah. it, you know? Like, and it's like in everything that he does, my my favorite thing that he does out of everything in the entire movie, my favorite thing that he does is when um, he's like, you know, how many of your of your friends that I kill? He's like, I'm not going to do this with you. How many? Six. Yeah. <laughs> he knows the words. I love that. <laughs> That's like the best thing. My two favorite moments from Heath Ledger's Joker is uh, 
of course, when Batman punches him and he's like, you don't start with the head, they become all <laughs> scrambled and insensitive to other things and he punches him in the arm. He's like, see? <laughs> Like, that's, that's great, but probably my favorite thing is, like, his big introduction where he, like, comes walking into the room, he's like, it's not a cheap suit. You should know. You paid for it. That is good. <laughs> it's like, that is such a good line. Ah, we still have six days. Oh, sweet. Yeah, baby. Halloween 2, baby. <laughs> Speaking of which, we gotta, uh, we gotta think about the, um, about the Rob Zombie concert. Oh, yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta double check my dates. Um... But yeah, I definitely, definitely, definitely want to. Um, definitely, definitely. Definitely. Which, okay, um, I, I'm just going to put this out there and hopefully I'll get an answer. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. I don't know. But, um, like, and obviously bands move on all the time. Well, shit, you know, I'm not even going to talk about that right now. Because cause if I start talking about that, I got to talk about the other thing. I don't want to talk about the other thing right now. I, just, I don't want to talk about the other thing right now. So I'm just going to, we're just going to skip over that part and we'll come back to. To Rob Zombie and uh, and his his uh, his tour later on. All I want to know about the Rob Zombie tour is is Sherry Moon going to be there? I'm going to say yes because I know for a fact I can get you to go. You believe <laughs> Sherry Moon will be there, so I'm going to say yes, she will be there. <laughs> I'd be an easy person to kidnap. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you do you find yourself agreeing with Ozymandias in Watchmen? That's a tough one, man. Really? Um, because I do. Um, That's the thing. Like, I, I don't want to. I, I want to side up with Rorschach on it. Especially as as an anarchist, I want to side up with Rorschach on it. But it's like, ah, damn it, I can't refute any of his arguments. <laughs> the the only the one thing that makes me want to side with Rorschach is that the the longer it goes on. It eventually will come out. Right, you right. You know, blood will always out. And when that happens, you, it's going to undo everything. And the longer that it goes on, the worse it's going to be when it all unravels. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's kind of why I want why, why to side with Rorschach, just because, like, like you know, but, but even, even if people, you would think that, you would think that, once you get to like this place of peace and prosperity and in all that with your life, that if someone told you that, well, it was all based on the lie, that they'd be okay with it. You know, be like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that kind of sucks, but we never would have gotten here if it hadn't been for that. Yeah, yeah. But we know that they won't. I, I think it would have, uh, I, I think it would have like, taking a generation or two to get to that point, but I think that would have been possible. Uh, possible what, that that they would be, that they would accept it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, so that's why I kind of want to side with, uh, I want to side with, with Osmandius. Uh, I mean, that I want to side with Rorschach because it eventually will come out and it will undo everything, so it's, it's just a matter of how long, can we keep this up long enough to where if it does come out, it won't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I want to. I want to be the Rorschach guy. Rorschach's my favorite, but it's it's really hard to to argue with Osmandius. Oh yeah, it's. Um, that's that's like saying like who. Um, okay, well here's here's a good one here. I even though we're trying to stay away from this, but I'm going to give you this one. Um, 
uh, Avengers uh, Infinity War? Uh, I, I, I'm going to say fuck Thanos. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with it. I, I don't agree with it. I... So, so basically what Thanos has done, and I don't know if you're going to agree with this or not, or if you might be like, yeah, that's a good point, but we're still not fuck Thanos, <laughs> is basically what Thanos did, he, he proposed a, a solution to, you know, the, what he was saying is, you know, what's going on with, um, with the, the, the universe, which is everything is finite and we can't stop populating. Even when you tell like, you know, what was it? Was it China that had the, the, um, like the, with the two children rule? Like if you mm-hmm. didn't have, a, if you didn't have a boy, um, mm-hmm. like your first go around, then you could try one more time. But if you still didn't have a boy, well, you know, sucks to be you. You got bad genes, right? Yeah. And then that was it. So because, you know, you know, boys make children, but they don't make children. Like, you know, they, they pair the dough, but they don't put them in the oven, you know? <laughs> so, uh, you know, because they're like, you know, we have a limited amount of resources, especially given, given them, the, you know, their country and stuff. So we, we can't have that going on. I can understand that. But when you have something like that, what happens? People always want exceptions. They want exceptions. They're like, well, why shouldn't we? I want to do this. I want to do that. Well, you know why? You know why? <laughs> imagine, imagine if if Rose had let Jack up on the door so that they could both live after Titania like sank. And then he was like, well, you know, there's a little bit of space over there too. Can we let that guy up there? Or like, like your that, that other like really that little that hot chick that I was uh that was down there in like you know like steerage with the, with me you know uh, we can't let one more person on this door can't we like no we can't uh, come on I mean I, I don't know if Jack would have been like that or not I I really don't I really don't know the Titanic movie that well but I will say fuck Rose um. okay so 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 let's say Rose gets Jack up on there and she's like oh and um. Is that my suitcase? That <laughs> is my suitcase. <laughs> I mean, the issue I have with Rose is that it's like this. This woman is like at death's door as a, this, this old woman, and instead of like telling her family what they really mean to her, she's like, "Let Granny tell you about this good dickin' she got on a boat once." It's like, no, nobody needs to hear that shit. <laughs> yeah, see, I uh, I would end up drowning. <laughs> I would, cause I would have been, I would have been well, getting, I mean, it was the Titanic. I would have been down there. I would have been getting all with some chick. They would have hit the iceberg, and she's like, "Oh my god, this, this the earth just moved for you." But like, yeah, baby, because I'm that good. <laughs> now let's just stay in here, like, <laughs> and not go outside. I went, I want to die. What you thinking? That was like the best ever. Then <laughs> we open that door and be like, "We hit an iceberg. Did you hear the ship rock?" We're like. That's what that was. I'd, I'd be that schmuck rearranging the chairs. <laughs> the chairs. <laughs> All right, there, folks. That was our moms think we're funny. Let's uh, let's give them a hand. <laughs>